Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. You're about to launch into a Mad Wednesday Joy podcast. You're on Mad Wednesdays with Robbie and Dean. That was Wasted by Cardia. We are joined by our very special first guest today. We have a lot of amazing women on the show today. I know, it's great. And this is certainly one of them. Please welcome to Mad Wednesdays, Jean Kitson. How Hello. are you, Jean? Hello. Hi, Robbie. Hi, Jean. I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, it's wonderful that we've got you here. Now, you are doing the gamut of Melbourne at the moment. You're running around town because you've got a new book that you're, you, you're all talking about, and it's We Need to Talk About Mum and Dad. Yes. Now, it was my mother's birthday yesterday, and I'm not going to lie, she was not happy about the, this interview because <laughs> she's worried I'm going to get some tricks and uh, <laughs> and then she's going to get into a lot of trouble. Uh, so she was like, no, I don't like that this interview's going on. Even though she loves you, she was very excited until she heard the title of the book and then she's like, oh, no, I'm not okay with it. <laughs> no. Well, I don't blame her because people do feel, do feel vulnerable, but this is... Tell your mum this is to help her help her so that nothing goes wrong and so that you don't interfere too much and you don't sort of start making decisions on her behalf. Because it's that weird little thing as we get older and your parents get older and where do you draw a line and and how do you navigate these new spaces and and communications that you have as your parents get older and you're becoming, you know, the the caregiver as opposed to the relationship you've always had. So it kind of flips a little bit, doesn't it? Well, it does. And just look at technology. Like, my parents... Parents are 95 and 92, but your mum's younger than yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, she is. So already my I rely on my kids for certain things like technology, <laughs> right? A I lot rely of on my nieces and nephews and they're like three and four and they can work an iPhone better than I oh, can. Oh, yeah, I know. Isn't yeah. that embarrassing? I am so... <laughs> like, if I don't just lift my game, I'm just starting social media now. So, you know, it's like... It's hard, isn't it? It's so hard. So <laughs> mum and dad haven't really... But, well, dad used to get computers from the side of the road cause, and rebuild them. <laughs> oh, my God, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, he's a Nerd, I love know. a hard rubbish nerd. I'm very here for a hard rubbish oh, nerd. Oh, yeah, I am too, but I won't admit it on radio. <laughs> <laughs> but he rewires things. So he's got like reel to reel tape decks set, oh that God. talk to computers. Oh, I, know. I, I reckon I would love hanging out with your dad. Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 his room, his office, which is the only second room available in their tiny, you know, <laughs> retirement unit, it's like NASA. Like maybe oh, wow. NASA from the 60s, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a challenge. We, uh, Jean, your book, We Need to Talk About Mum and Dad. Um, now, your previous book that you released was You're Still Hot to Me. Now, that was about menopause. This one is about caring for elderly people. How do you, how do you combine the fact that, you know, that, you're, that you come at things from a co- comedic standpoint, but you're talking about sort of semi-serious subjects? It's heavy stuff. What's that yeah. like for you? Well, it's a lot of work. It took me four years to write this book, actually. Um, both times, when I, when I did You're Still Hot to Me, The Joys of Menopause, I thought I was just going to do anecdotes from friends and, you know, and they'd be f- full of funny stories. And then I realised there was so much stuff I didn't know about my own body and about mm, menopause yeah. and about everything. So it became research, lots of research and facts. And with this book, when I started trying to help my parents stay safe and happy and connected to their community and not sick, I realised, you know, you... 
you make the wrong decision and it could jeopardise their well-being and where they live and, and really everything. really stressful. So I had to research and I looked for, you know, I needed a manual, to a guidebook to tell me what, you know, how to make proper decisions and there wasn't one. So once again, I was doing this research and it is, it is stressful. When I started talking to other people about their experiences, some people who'd lost their parents 10 years ago would cry because they would, they were still going through the grief and the remorse yeah. of feeling like it had all gone to pieces and their end of life wasn't how they wanted it. And It's a lot to think about and no one really knows the right way to navigate it. So it's kind of wonderful that even in a lighthearted way, you've created a practical guide to parenting for our ageing parents. But something I think that's really great for our communities as well, because as many of us get older, we don't have the same relationships in the LGBTIQA plus communities to our families or the connections in the same way. So it's great to be able to have these guidebooks or guideposts to be able to lead the way for everyone to realise there's ways to create better understanding and communication. But one of the things I thought was really interesting you you talked about at the start was we can absolutely get in our own way and make things harder for the older people in our lives than we realise we're doing. Yeah, yeah, you can. You can interfere and you can feel, you can make them feel like you're bullying them when I was telling my dad to get off the roof, you know. (laughs) His hips were 60 years younger than he was and what are you doing cleaning out the gutters? And then when I look back when I said that to him he was 75 and he's now 92 and 75 from 20 years on doesn't seem that old now no, no, so no. I was sort of worrying about him too early in a way like anxious because it's all relative you would feel your mum's really old at 62 but me at nearly 65 I'm thinking she's a spring chicken <laughs> no, no, I, I've got to admit I don't like like when I it was mum's birthday yesterday yay happy birthday da 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 and then when I was telling her about the interview and suddenly she's just like no, no, I'm not all right with this at all. <laughs> but it was that interesting thing where I don't look at my mother or parents as as being old. Like, I mean, in fairness, as many listeners would know, uh, my family, we all moved together into the city in an apartment complex. So my parents actually live across the hall and sometimes have a more active social life than I do. So so they're certainly getting the most out of living. But a part of me just thinks, oh, what would we do, you know, if, if something happened or if they had to move? And you never know how to make the right decisions for those people in your lives, do you? No, well, this is what this book every chapter is on a different a different aspect whether it's getting help around the house and getting assessed for a home care package or who to talk to in hospitals or emergency or just negotiating with providers everything in this book should help the entire family make really informed decisions and for your parents to feel really safe yeah and they're always at the center you like you don't make decisions for them you just tell them what the options are because half the time all the siblings start fighting Every time. Yeah, every time. I'm from an Italian family. We know how to fight. (laughs) (laughs) Did you you find through the... When you decided to write the book, did you find through the process of just sort of analysing things more and thinking about things more bring you even closer to your parents in relationship? Yeah, it's definitely. It made me think about how they feel, you know, and their sense of um, belonging and the whether or not their life has meaning. And, yeah, it, it, did, it has brought me closer. And then including stories about them, that's where the humour comes from because they're quite eccentric. Yeah. And, you know, and their stories well, are like... From, your, your eccentricness had to come from somewhere. <laughs> it came from somewhere, right? Like, you know, these you, you do a sitcom out of my parents and the way they fight. You know, as soon as I walk in the door, it's like... a, a 
the 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 boxing bell ring that goes bing and then oh Jean's here, let's just fight. You know, so so you know, like the being able to find the humor and laugh at ourselves is really important and laugh at the situations that age brings is really, and it's brought me closer. But as you were saying, as elders, as we all get older, because we're all aging, yeah. as we get older, we don't want to be isolated. Like at the moment where our elders are removed from our lives. Not you. They live across the hall. <laughs> live across the hall. No, but you're right. For a lot of people, there is that divide. Our elders are removed from our lives, whether in your immediate family or in other spaces. Which is even a, 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 a big thing within our community. It's a within huge LGBT thing in our community. community. The elders feel very isolated And we've got a, a great organisations yeah. like Switchboard, which have created the Out and About project, which is really piecing that back together. So getting other people in the community to reconnect with those elders that are not a part of it as much anymore and bringing them back in and realising we can create these dialogues and spaces. But the information and detail in your book, We Need to Talk About Mum and Dad, still would be just as relevant and create create this kind of pathways to better communication. My question is, how do your mum and dad feel about the book? Well, they don't know what's in it yet. <laughs> I'm a bit nervous because this is an audio book and my mum and dad, my mum is blind from macular degeneration. My dad can't see anymore. So this is the first time they'll actually be able to hear what oh. I've written about them. I'm a little bit nervous. Oh, no, I love I think oh. they'll, they'll get a big kick out of that. I think it would yeah. be different if they're reading because they could put it down and then get annoyed. But when you're hearing it and hearing your voice, I reckon it'll be a completely different, I different experience. So. I hope so. Your really fingers and toes are crossed. I know. I feel like a kid again. Actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm so fascinated by audiobooks. You, you read it. You read the I audio. I read my yourself. own audiobook. How was that process like? Well, apparently, I had one of the least gurgling stomachs of anyone oh, who reads it. So we didn't have to stop because I had bodily fluid oh. noises. So that was good. You have a great diet. Congratulations. Uh, obviously, something's going all right. My digestive system, thumbs up. Thumbs up. All those rennies, you know, they work. But um, it was interesting. I realised when I started, I was quite sort of oh my gosh, how am I going to read this? And then um, in retrospect, I wish I'd loosened it up a bit because someone told me there's a comedian, um, uh, there's a comedian played, you know, um, uh, that those... Uh, oh. It's coming. It's, on it's the coming. The, 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 the film about the old comedians, Laurel, Laurel and Hardy. Hardy. Oh, yeah. Well, one of them, those comedians, read his own book and he'd stop and go, why did I write this? This is crap. <laughs> and I was thinking, I wish I'd done that because at some point I'm going, did that even make sense? <laughs> you know, and I, so, well, you I know. guess after writing it for four years. You <laughs> four years. Yeah. I think you should always read your book before the final <laughs> edit because I would have done different edits if I I read it out loud. And the publishers are like, this is fantastic. They haven't looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, this is too thick. I read this. Yeah. It was fun. But, I, you know, in terms of the LBGTQI plus community, I've mentioned that in there because the worst thing is when people end up in a place where they don't belong yeah. and they don't feel connected. Many and people go back into the closet. We found a lot of research yeah. that a lot of elders in our communities actually go back into the closet, which yeah. is not okay in any way, shape or form because that's the only way in which they can feel safe. So it's great that Switchboard and other organisations have really started bringing this to the forefront of of our knowledge so that we can do something about it and we can help contribute to a better quality quality of life for all elders in our communities because everyone should feel just... It's not about putting them in a room and then leaving them to be. And it's like, actually, they're a part of our lives and communities just as much as everything yeah, else. Yeah, and they always will be. And exactly. they have a lot to... They, they add to the fabric of our community and to our humanity. It's really important that we sit with our elders and listen to them and learn that patience and grace that they have towards the end of their lives. It's 
really important. Absolutely. Jean, thank you so much for coming and joining us today on the show. You can find We Need to Talk About Mum and Dad. It's out now. It's everywhere. So why not grab yourself a copy? It's a practical guide to parenting our ageing parents. And I, I can't wait to read it. My mum is not happy about the fact that I'm going to. <laughs> but she I think, should be. Oh, no, I think what's going to be good about it is the fact that I think both mum and I are going to find some top tips for how to handle dad. That's good. <laughs> and I think that's, that's the most that's important the most thing important that's going to come out of this. But go and grab, uh, I mean, absolutely go and get it because it'll create an amazing perspective on, on the lives that we have and how we can create a better lives for all the elderly people in our communities and lives. And I think thank it's, you. thank you for writing it. I think thank it's really you. wonderful. Thank you. Thank you both. Thanks, Robbie. Thanks, Dean. No worries. You're on Mad Wednesdays with Robbie and Dean. You've been listening to a Mad Wednesday Joy podcast, driving you home and keeping you sane for your hump day. Live every Wednesday from 4 on Joy 94.9. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.